you that are watching us live stream and, and on every uh, media voice that we have that we're connected to, praise the Lord. Thank you for allowing us into your homes. Thank you for allowing us onto your TVs and wherever else on your screen. Hi, Emma. Hi. <laughs> so um, say this with me, would you please? Today is my receiving day. Come on now. Today is my receiving day. From this moment on, I expect only good things to happen. No more delays. Glory to God. Come on now. No more delays. No more disappointments. No more holdups. No more setbacks. Now. Now. Now is a set time for God's favor on my life. In Jesus' name. The saint said, Amen. Woohoo! So I want to talk to you about um, it's it's on the on the marquee as you as you come in. Twenty twenty two. God is for you. Restoration and breakthrough. Come on. And I want to I want to um, base it on Psalms one forty five verse nineteen in the Passion translation. It says, "Every godly one receives even more than what they ask for." Every, come on now, I make you want to shout. Every godly one receives even more than what you ask for. What is it you can ask for? He said, "You're godly. We qualify, so expect to receive even more than what you can ask for." I got happy when I read it. <laughs> well, praise the Lord. <laughs> Anyways, listen. And, you know, you think about this, the, 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 um, the bedrock truth. God cannot lie. Why? Because he wants to give you more than you can ever, ever expect. His word is true. We can trust in him. Why? Because the godly ones receive even more than what they ask for. Jesus is the same yesterday and today and forever. Why? Because he wants to bless us even more than what we can ask for. Ask or even think or imagine. And as he is, so are we. Come on now. Uh, in Genesis 18, verse 14, it says, God speaks to Abraham, is anything too hard for the Lord? So then, then does that 145, verse 19, does that qualify? Come on. Every godly one receives even more than what they can ask for. Is, is the Lord's hand not short? Can he get it to us? Come on now. He said, is anything too hard for the Lord? In Numbers eleven twenty three, 23, the Lord said unto Moses, is the, land, is the Lord's hand waxed short? No. Hard no. Come on now. Uh, and New Living says, has my arm lost any power? He's never lost any power. He's never lost a fight. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amplified, the Lord said unto Moses, has the Lord's hand, his ability, and his power become short? Has it been thwarted? Has it, is it inadequate? We don't serve an inadequate God. No, it's not in him. So, so we're going to dig into Psalms 145 uh, in the Passion Translation, starting in verse 1. We're going to flip back and forth because it's just so good. Verse 1, it says, my heart explodes with praise to you. Imagine if you started your day like that. Lord, my heart explodes with praise to you. <laughs> now and forever, my heart bows in worship for you. My King, my God. Verse 2, every day I will lift up my praise to your name with praises that will last throughout eternity. You get so busy. Come on, you get so busy praising him. So every day I will lift up my praise to your name with praises that will last throughout eternity. Verse three, Lord, you are great and you are worthy of the highest praise. 
Come on, we become a praise church like that. What's going to happen? We're break, like we just spent the last three verses bragging on how great God is. Not how much we need or how sick I am or how I, bad I feel. No, no, we're talking about how great he is. Why? Because we get ourselves off, we get our eyes off of ourselves and our eyes back onto him. Bam! Lord, you are great and worthy of the highest praise, for there is no end to the discovery of the greatness that surrounds you. Verse 4, generation after generation will declare more of your greatness and declare more of your glory. Why? We're building in his image and in his likeness. When we start saying stuff, stuff it's going to happen. More glory, more power, more anointing. What's going on? We're going up. We're going up. Come on, every godly one receives even more than what they ask for. That's the God we serve. So Psalms 100, verse 4, we know that one, King James. Enter into his gates with what? Thanksgiving. That's what we just did for this last five verses, four verses. You enter in, you enter in by giving thanks. We entered in. We just did that. So we're in. We're in. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Right? All right, we're back on the Passion, passion Translation 145, verse 6. You're, listen to this. Your awe-inspiring acts of power has everyone talking. That's what we want. That Come on now. Your awe-inspiring acts of power have everyone talking. I'm telling people everywhere about your excellent greatness. Oh, you know, it's bad out there. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. Oh, it's bad. There's no excellent greatness in that comment. Uh-uh. But this one, I'm telling people everywhere about your excellent greatness. Verse 7, our hearts bubble over as we celebrate the fame of your marvelous beauty, bringing bliss to our hearts. We shout with ecstatic joy over your breakthrough for us. Come on now. Here's a breakthrough, God, and makes you want to shout. Glory to God. When, we, when, when things start breaking through and breaking off of you, it's going to shout. I got reason to shout. Come on. Kids are coming home on every wave. Come on. They don't even know why they're coming, but they're coming. They don't even know why. We do. God's greatness. We are declaring breakthrough. We show with ecstatic joy over our breakthrough for us. Your breakthrough for us. Listen to this. Verse 8. You're kind and tenderhearted. Speaking of God, you are kind and tenderhearted to those who don't deserve it. Come on. Come on. He's kind and tenderhearted to those who don't even deserve it. Those are those people outside these walls. Sinners. Sin. Come on. It's true all the time. I heard you. So you're kind and tenderhearted to those who don't deserve it and very patient with people who fail you. How many times have we failed him? And he's always picked us up, dusted us off, put us back on the road, and said, come on, get going. It's like in football. If you're going to fall, fall forward. Take somebody with you. Come on. That's what Buffalo did, didn't they, Jim? The boys are playing. He's very patient with people who fail you. Your love is like a flooding river overflowing its banks with kindness. That's an overflowing God. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 3, please. Speaking of overflow, the love of God, verse 14. We know this one. We pray it. We should be praying it daily. We, we were asked to. 
years ago, I still do it. Yeah, I still do it. I still got the, the original email. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> and verse 14, Ephesians chapter 3, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the home family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant unto you and to me, according to the riches of his glory, that we be strengthened with might by his spirit in our inner man, that Christ may dwell in our hearts by faith, that me, us, being rooted, grounded in love. If we're rooted, grounded in love, nothing can stop us. Come on, we're talking about, you know, um, mm, where was it? Your love is flooding, is, a, is like a flooding river overflowing its banks with kindness. That's the love of God. Rooted and grounded in love. We need to be rooted and grounded in that kind of love so that we can, uh, we'll be able to comprehend with all the saints. What is the breadth of this love? What's the length of this love? What's the depth and the height of this love? And to know it. It's one thing to measure it, but we need to know it intimately, right? And to know, come on, the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that we might be filled with all the fullness all the fullness. We want to be filled with all of his fullness. Come on. Imagine being filled with his fullness, all of who he is, all filled with in all of who you are. Man. And now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that works in us. What's the power that works in us? Should be love. Love should be working in us. Love, come on, it covers everything. So there's a power that's, that's working in us. The more we stir it up, the more we stir it up, the more we stir it up. So let's just continue to stir it up. Now to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works, us out, works within us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Passion, verse 20. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and to accomplish this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream. What's your dream today? Remember listening to a message years ago, turn on your dream machine. Remember that? How many dreams have we, have we had and we're just going to set it up in the shelf and say, well, that, maybe it's not for today. I don't see anything happening to it. But are you fighting a, a good warfare over your dream? Are you going after it? Are you doing anything to... to to uh, make, possess it. That's what we do. This is 2022. We can start dreaming again. Come on now, we got, a, we got this clean slate and it's, it's, it's empty. Fill it. Fill it. He, he will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request. What is your greatest request? He said, how big he size that? Your most unbelievable dream and exceed your wildest imagination. There are some wild people in here. I know it. I know it. I know it. So he wants to exceed your wildness. <laughs> he, will, he will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. Constant energizing. They talk about the energizer bunny. He gets, he gets tired after a while. This is constant. Constant. Ephesians chapter 2, please. Verse 13. For it is God which works in you both to, do, to will and to do his good pleasure. But in the New Living Translation, it says, God is working in you. He's given you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Who's given it to you? God. He will give you the power and the desire to do 
the power, the desire to do. And we need to be doing. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, back to Psalms 145, verse 9. God, everyone sees your goodness, for your tender love is blended into everything you do. Everything. Verse 10, everything you have made will praise you, fulfilling its purpose. I like that. Everything he has made will praise him, and it will fulfill his purpose. He's got a purpose for us to fulfill for him, and we will do it. Why? Because we're doers. We're doers. Amen. Hallelujah. You manifest yourself as kindness in all that you do. Oops. Verse 10, everything you have made will praise you, fulfilling its purpose. All of your godly ones will be found bowing before you. Come on. When we start doing that, you want revival? They will tell the world of the lavish splendor of your kingdom. Preach about your limitless power. Sing about his limitless power. Play music about his limitless power. Verse 12, they will demonstrate for all to see your miracles of might and reveal the glorious majesty of your kingdom. See, we're there to, re we're sent to re be revealers of his glory, revealers of his kingdom, revealers of his goodness, revealers of how good God is to you, to them, and how good he wants to be for the people that don't know him. Hallelujah. We're his ambassadors, and we can do that. Why? Because we, we, we've been deputized and authorized to do that. Amen. We do. Psalm 71, 18. I got this in the front of my Bible. Let, in New Living. Let me proclaim your power to this new generation, your mighty miracles to all who come after me. I pray that. Why? Because I want that. Let me proclaim your power to this new generation and your mighty miracles to all who come after me. Praise the Lord. Amen. Psalms 145, verse 13. You are the Lord who reigns over the never-ending kingdom through all, through all ages of time and eternity. You, listen to this, you are faithful to fulfill every promise that you've made. Everyone. You manifest yourself as kindness in all that you do. Verse 14, weak and fable, listen to this, the weak and the feeble ones you will sustain. Those bent over with burdens of shame, you will lift up. Come on, how many people are walking around, they won't even look you in the eye. But there's something on the inside of you that will look at their eyes and then peer and then bring their chin up. There's people I talk to a lot and I say, you know what? You put, your, you put your shoulders back. You put your head up. But you be looking in the dirt. Get your head up. Oh, yeah. Those bent over with burdens of shame, you will lift up. Verse 15, you have captured our attention, and, all the, uh, and the eyes of all look to you. You give what they hunger for at just the right time. At just the right time. When you open your generous hand, it's full of blessings. It satisfies the longings of every living thing. Verse 17, you are fair, you are righteous in everything that you do. Your love is wrapped into all of your works. You draw near to those who call out to you, listening closely, especially when their hearts are true. Sounds like us, doesn't it? We qualify. 
Verse 19, every godly one even receives even more than what they asked for. Why? Because all of the previous verses, all of the stuff. 2022, God is for you. Restoration and breakthrough. Glory to God. Every godly one receives even more than what they ask for. For you hear what their hearts really long for. And you bring them your saving strength. Who's he bringing it through? Who's he bringing it through? Us. We're the carriers. When you know that, then you walk into a situation. It's like, okay, you know what? I got this. We got this. Mm-hmm. And in uh, Psalms 145, verse 19, King James, it says, he will, he will fulfill the desires of them that fear him. He will also hear their cry and will save them. There's a lot of people that are doing a lot of crying out there right now. There's a lot of people that are in fear over this whole situation, this pandemic and stuff. And you can see it on their faces. You come, you take a step near, they take about five steps away from you. But like I said before, smile with your eyes and, the, and it softens their heart. Talk to them. Hey, how you doing? Right? Small conversation. Just, hey. It works. It really does. Um, Psalms 20, verse 4, uh, King James, it says, grant unto, grant unto me according to your own heart and fulfill all your counsel. I thought, well, that sounds all right. <laughs> what does that mean? Let's look deeper. New Living, it says, may he grant your heart's desires and make all your plans succeed. Now, I like that. I can understand that one. And we could do that. Thank you, Lord. That you may grant our heart's desires and you make all of our, all of our plans succeed. Every single one. But if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a plan, he can't make it succeed. You got to have a plan. You got to give him something to work with. Right? The message, give what, you, give what your heart desires to accomplish your plans. He's going to give you what your heart desires so you can accomplish your plan. What's your heart's desire? An album? Want to do an album? Want to do a video? Want to write a book? I started one years ago. Glory to God, I got to pick it up again. Anybody else? What has God been telling you to do? Finish Bible school? James! Uh, anybody? <laughs> yeah, I know. Look at him go. Come on now. But he's doing it. Anybody else? Crickets. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. May he give you what your heart desires to accomplish your plans. James has a plan. He's got a plan. He's working it. And he's making the preparations to fulfill that plan. See, um, plans, call, like they take work. I remember back in the day when we first started coming to the church, we were doing the Charles Capps Video Bible School. And they were on eight-track tapes. On eight-track tapes, yeah, sure. VHS tapes, yeah, eight-tracks. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> they probably would have been. Anyways, the VHS tapes. And, and uh, we were so hungry that we started buying extra classes because we were going through them so fast that, that we wanted to more, more, more. There was a hunger that was, that was in us, Shirley and I. And we did that. And so we started buying extra classes. Because we, we just want more. 
right? And so you, you got to do whatever it takes for you to do what you got to do, right? Stir it up. Yeah, I ended up becoming a, a youth pastor. Didn't want to. I just wanted help. Because <laughs> I, I don't want this. <laughs> but I did three tours of duty. Praise the Lord. But then I ended up taking a, uh, because a, the door opened up for me to get paid on staff through this wage subsidy thing. And then, because um, I had no computer knowledge, and through the wage, wage subsidy, I was able to qualify for a free computer course, which taught me how to use a computer which helped me with this job, which helped me with what I'm doing now. I was doing the fine, like if you looked at my, it, when I was in high school, my average for math was like 54, 55, because it was right after parking lot. Say la. <laughs> I started working here and working on the finances. I was using two accounting programs I was keeping ledgers. I was keeping bank, uh, the check stubs, balancing all of that with a 54, 55 average math. It was scary. You? <laughs> yes, man. Yeah, but God did that. Yeah. 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 But see, when God, when God anoints you to do something, he really does. And it's going to surprise you what he does with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the <park. laughs> um, Psalm 34, verse 9, please. All right, let's go. Yeah. Psalm 34, verse 9. Oh, fear the Lord, O ye his saints, for there is no want... No want to those that fear him or revere him, respect him. The young lions, the young lion over there, <laughs> he may lack, but not anymore. Um, because why? He seeks the Lord and he shall not want any good thing. That's that young lion back there. He doesn't want anything. He has no need. No lack. Right? New Living, it says, fear the Lord, uh, you his godly people. New Living, for those who fear him will have all that they need. Even strong young lions sometimes go hungry, but those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. Nothing, nothing. Psalm 37, verse 4, delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. He is a heart desiring, giving God that wants to bless you till you can't stand it. You got to give it away. Commit your ways unto the Lord. Trust also in him. He shall bring it to pass. But you got to trust him with your plan. You got to take your plan to him. Hmm. Psalms 37, verse 19. It says, they shall not be ashamed in evil time. And in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. Hallelujah. But listen to this in a new living. It says, they will not be disgraced in hard times. We will not be disgraced in hard times. Why? Hard times come, but godly people overcome every single wave. Even in famine, they will have more than enough. That should be our running statement. Even in famine, we have more than enough. Even, come on now, we'll have lights in the land of Goshen. We have lights in the Atlantic Ocean. 
<laughs> Us Easterners are going to have lights. Praise the Lord. So the Lord will give you your heart's desire and the right people to get the job done. Because in order to have a plan, to work your plan, you need people. If we want to cut an album, you just can't do it with one. Well, you probably could do it with one person, but it's better with a band. It's full. Right? And so the Lord will give you your heart's desires and the right people to get the job done. Let's, <laughs> I love this. Uh, we're going to go to 1 Samuel chapter 14. And I'm going to read it to you out of the New Living Translation. 1 Samuel 14. And it's with Jonathan. I love this guy. Not really Jonathan as much as his armor bearer. Because I qualify. I have been for years. And I remember when I first found out about it. We were at the FCF conference. And there was a, um, Buddy Harrison was dealing with this thing. And there was a guy there that stood up and said, I am this man's armor bearer. And when he said it, that's when I got it back then. It was like, whoa, okay. <clears throat> and so it's one of those things, it just dropped. And, and so it, it's nothing you can, you can't stir, like you can't make that happen. You can't fake it. You can't fake it. And so um, 1 Samuel 14, verse 1. One day, Jonathan said to his armor bearer, come on, let's go over to where the Philistines are, uh, uh, have their outpost. But Jonathan did not tell his father what he was doing. Verse 6, let's go across to the outpost of these pagans. <laughs> Jonathan said to his armor bearer, perhaps the Lord will help us, for nothing can hinder the Lord. He can win a battle, whether he has many warriors or only a few. God can win our battles, whether we have a lot or a few. It doesn't matter. You and God, come on, we're a major majority. Verse 7, do what you think is best. See, that should be our, our heart cry. That's the armor bearer. He said, do what you think is best. Well, I don't think we should do that. Uh, well, I think we should have a vote. I think we should form a committee. No, do what you think is best. He said, I am completely with you. Uh, I am with you completely, whatever you decide. We do this. It's the end of all strife. King, 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 King James Version, it says, do all that's in your heart. Turn thee, it says, or go ahead. Behold, I am with you according to your heart. Now, it's easy to follow it's easy for Jonathan's armor bearer to follow Jonathan because he's with him heart to heart. When you make your heart linked up with your leader, it's easy to follow. Even in hard times, it's still easy to follow. Doc Barclay, kept a, he's got this plaque, the worst day in the ministry is still better than the best day I'll serve in the world. What was he going through in order to write that? It had to be something serious. But he said, come on, I am with you according to your heart. Verse 8, uh, back into the New Living. All right, then, Jonathan told him, we'll cross over and let them see us. And if they say to us, stay where you are or we'll kill you, then we'll stop and not go up to them. But if they say, come on, fight, then we'll go up. 
<laughs> that will be the Lord's sign that will help us defeat him. Where'd the armor bearer get his orders from? From his leader. Verse 11. When the Philistines saw them coming, they shouted, Look, the Hebrews are crawling out of their holes. Then the men from the outpost shouted to Jonathan, Come on up here, we'll teach you a lesson. <laughs> Jonathan said, Come, come on, climb right behind me. The armor bearer followed his leader. Jonathan said to his armor bearer, for the Lord will help us defeat them. So they climbed up using both hands and feet, and the Philistines fell before Jonathan and his armor bearer, killed those who came behind them. They killed 20 men in all, and their bodies were scattered all over about a half an acre. Suddenly panic broke out in the Philistine army, both in the camp and in the field, including the, even in the outposts and the raiding parties. And just then an earthquake struck. Come on. Why? Thank That's God. But what happened? Things had to get lined up. The armor bearer followed his leader. God said, look at this. They're in alignment. They're in agreement. Now watch what I'm going to do. Bam! Earthquake. <laughs> Just then an earthquake struck. Everyone was terrified. Saul's lookouts in Gibeah and Benj of Benjamin saw a strange sight. The vast army of the Philistines began to melt away in every direction. They're going to run. They're going to run from you. Zechariah 4, 6. Not by might. It's not by power. But by his spirit, says the Lord. The message says you cannot force these things. You cannot make this happen. You can't force it. No. What you can do is force yourself to get into alignment. That's the forcing that you got to do and just say, okay, you know what? Let's go. Let's go. What is it in your heart? Come on. I remember when, pa <laughs> I remember when you, when you, uh, you left Savalite and I'm glad, I'm so glad I heard from you because when you left, I said, okay, I'm going with you. I'm leaving. And, and, and you said, oh, no, no, you, you continue to work. <laughs> he said, you continue to work here. <laughs> but, but I was willing to go. Oh, yeah. There's lots of stuff that we did like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and uh, what's his name? Itai? Where you go, I'll go. Where you die, I'll die. Come on. <sighs> where am I going to go? Think about it. You know, where? where? Nowhere. It is. It's huge. And what we have done over the years. You said, let's go to the Philippines. Let's go. Come on, seven times. Bam! Let's go to Ukraine. Let's go. I don't think I ever said no. Anything. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm still saying yes. Come on now. People come up and say, yeah, are you still serving him? Yeah. What's your problem? Where am I going to go? I'm an armor bearer. Yeah. Hallelujah. So you can't force these things. They only come about through my spirit. Um, Romans, chapter, um, Romans chapter 8, verse 26 in the New Living Translation. I like this. 
And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. For example, we don't know what God wants, to, wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all the hearts knows what the Spirit is saying, for the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony, I like that, in harmony with God's own will. Verse 28, and we know that God causes everything to work together for good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. But all those others, those other sentences qualify, quantify, push us into this part here. Right? If we don't do verse 26, 27, how can we get 28? Right? And so verse 29, for God knew. <laughs> he knows his people in advance. He knows what we're made of. Come on, where's that in, in uh, uh, Psalms 103? Is it 103? He says that uh, he knows that we're dust. He knows we're dust. He knows what we're made of. And still he helps us in spite of us. For God knew his people in advance. He chose them to become like his son. He chose us to become like his son. <laughs> so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Verse 30. Having chosen them, he called uh, them to come to him. Having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. And having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. He gave it to us. I like this, the title of the next verse. Nothing can separate us from, his, from God's love. No thing, nothing. So what should we say about such wonderful things as these? If God be for us, who can be against us? Who? Nobody. No, 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 no. Two more verses. Two more sets. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 30, uh, verse 9, New Living Translation. It says, the Lord your God will then make you successful in everything that you do. Everything. He will give you many children for those that are looking. And numerous livestock. He will cause your fields to produce abundant harvests. For the Lord will again delight in being good to you. He wants to delight in being good to you and to me. As he was to your ancestors. Verse 10. The Lord your God will delight in you if you obey his voice and keep the commandments and decrees written in his book of instruction. And if you turn to the Lord your God with, your, with all your heart and all your soul. What are you doing? Just fall in love with him. It's real simple. Last set of verses. Uh, Romans 8 verse 37. New King James. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. More than. Greater than. New living. Now, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours. Overwhelm. So you're more than a conqueror. You're walking in overwhelming victory. Complete Jewish. Knowing all these things, we are super conquerors through the one. Super conqueror. I like that one. Joel Osteen says this. You are created to excel. There is no limit to how high you can go in life. Keep stretching to the next level. There's nothing to stop you. Another person said this. God is not going to promote you because you have a dream. He's going to promote you because you've maximized where you are now. So you're ready to go to the next level. I like that. You've maximized your, you, you, where you are. So you have to go to the next level. You've maximized it. There's nothing left here. So you have to step up. You've got to step out. It's time. 
This is 2022. God is for us. He is. And we're going to be expecting restoration. We can expect breakthrough. It's already started to happen. Happened for us. New Year's Day. Bam! Bam! And it's not complete. It's, a, it's still a journey. It's still a walk. But hey, it's walking under my roof. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. So every godly one receives even more than what they ask for. <laughs> we just asked for restoration. <laughs> we, didn't move, we didn't ask for moving nation. But hey, <laughs> praise the Lord. It's there. We'll take it. <laughs> we'll take that. Glory to God. Well, Father, we just thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy, God. You are so good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, bless this congregation. Bless the people who are watching this. And we just love you, Lord. We thank you. This is our year. This is our year. More than enough. God bless you. See you Sunday. Praise the Lord. Amen. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to live victoriously.